Welcome to the President's Podcast at ACC. We are providing you a really special President's Podcast this time around where we get to sit down and speak with a few of our favorite people within the college. Dr. Rhodes? Yes. This is the favorite time of year, it too, is. is because, you know, this is a time to celebrate graduation. And so uh, we are fortunate that we have three graduates of ACC, so they are ACC, they are river bats, and I know that they already know the, the river bat sign, right? Right? Yes. It's a little hard to show <laughs> through radio, Okay, you can't, but what you, can't you don't see it, see it but... is, the, is the river bat hand yeah, sign. Yeah, you got to do it, okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. So we're doing the riverbat. We are doing the riverbat. Yeah. Okay. So now, now they know. Even though they've graduated, they now know the riverbat sign. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Dr. Richard Rose, it is fantastic having you host another one of our podcasts. And I would like to introduce all of our students who are graduates who are with us here today. We have Elizabeth Henry, uh, an associate degree in human services with a specialty in addiction counseling. Elizabeth, hi, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me today. I appreciate it. And Antonio Rodriguez just graduated with his associate degree in business administration. Hi, Antonio. Hi, thank you so much for the invitation. Absolutely. Then we got Trey Neal Williams. He is one of our early college high school graduates from the Del Valley ISD. Hey, Trey. Hey, how you doing? We are great. It's so exciting to have you all. Each one of you has a re really unique pathway ahead of you. What you, where you've come from, where you're going ahead. Um, Dr. Rose, this is exactly the type of work we're doing here. There is not one particular student that college speaks to. It's really for everybody. Right. And, and this is a good variety of students uh, to demonstrate what ACC is all about. So, you know, from early college high school and having the advantage to start taking college classes as a freshman in high school and then to accumulate 60 credit hours and actually receive your associate degree before you even graduated from high school. I mean, uh, you're to be commended. What, you know, what tenacity do you have there? Thank to make you. that happen, we're proud of it. And then to take a look at you know another journey, which is going straight into the workforce um, from graduation. Were you already working uh, with Travis County prior to graduation? No, I actually started with the Sobering Center just in mid-May. In mid-May, matter of fact, yes. So just right after graduation, you go directly into the workforce. That's correct. And. Uh, and congratulations. Thank you. And thank you for coming to ACC. And then Antonio is, is a, going to be a transfer student. And so graduate from ACC and then go directly to Texas State University. Yes. Uh, and continue your journey towards a, a bachelor's degree in, in uh, business administration. Yes, or, sir. You're not going to major in accounting? <laughs> <laughs> That's my background. Right. I've thought about it, but I'll see what happens. Yeah. He'll talk you into it by the end of this podcast. I know, right? <laughs> I think that journey is what's so special and unique. And so I'd kind of like to dive into that a little bit with everyone who's here today. Um, Trey, let's just start with you. I, you had to make this decision to start college so early on when you're looking to take advantage of the early college high school program, how did you know this was right for you? What did what steps were you taking? What were what thoughts were going through your mind? I'm kind of like a carefree person. Mm -hmm. So like, um, I didn't start my freshman year, actually. Uh, I started my sophomore year uh, because the school that I was going to was uh, Travis and they didn't have the early college program 
when I was a freshman, so I couldn't take it. And uh, I didn't know what the early college program was until like the end of the freshman year. And one of my friends, she's like so smart, and she took the test, and she actually ended up graduating with her associate's degree as well, so I'm proud of her. Her name's Ava, Ava Gorecki. Um, so she took this test, and uh, I was like, what kind of test is that? So, so um, I was like, wait, how did you take the test? I'm gonna take the test, I'm gonna see if I'm smart. And so, uh, I, but I never got picked though. So I think like a week or two later, uh, my counselor, um, during that time, she picked. She she finally decided to say, "Hey, Trey, you're a bright pop, You're a bright kid. You want to take this test?" And the test was the TSI, okay. and so you have to take the TSI in order to start taking uh, college classes when you're in high school. So um, I ended up taking it during the summer, like the the summer from freshman going to sophomore. I took it. It was called Summer Bridge, and that's when the that's when the early college program started, was my sophomore year. So as soon as it started, I took advantage of it, and I'm here right now. Yeah. Wow. That's how the what was your, started. What was your hardest class? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> my, I have two hardest classes. Uh, they're equally hard. No, three. They're equally hard. Like, uh, And that is humanities. Um, I'm glad that... I, that humanities was hard for me. The professor was um, Professor Lauer. She's a good professor. She's re she really is, but she gave too much work. But I did it. But I did it, and I and I actually ended up getting like a B in that class. So I was like, okay, that's pretty good. So even though it was hard, I still you know managed to pass and get a B. Uh, the other class that's hard is um, economics. Uh, I took economics. Like that was the last one of my last classes before I right. got the associates. It's half online and then half offline, so you have mm -hmm. to balance that that workload. Right. And then, of course, last but not least, I I am not a native Spanish speaker, so Spanish one and two was very very difficult. I I did have to do tutoring, and luckily y'all have uh, tutoring labs that really help learning labs. Uh, so I'm glad that y'all have that. Like. That support, yeah. uh, I, I on Riverside campus is right in building, building G, last right. hallway, go down that hall, it's right there. <laughs> it's gonna be very a familiar. Yeah. <laughs> it's, pre it's pretty familiar. Uh, I go there a lot whenever I'm struggling in a class. So those are my top three hardest classes. Uh, everything else was pretty simple, pretty easy. So you didn't mention math. Oh. I didn't mention math. I did need help in it. I did need help, but I got through and I made a B in yeah. that. You know, just tutoring. Good whenever, whenever there's a struggle, tutor or uh, the library, you get a peace of mind in the library. It's always so quiet, and you can just like focus on your work. Uh, when I'm at home, I I tend to procrastinate, so that's why I try to see fit that I find time in my schedule to go to the library, so, yeah. Yeah. So you already answered one of my questions. I was going to say, what was your best experience? And I just heard about four of them, <laughs> you know, from faculty to the support and, uh, you know, in whether it was in tutoring or in the labs or whatever, to help make you successful. Um, so any one thing put, that kind of rises to the top is say, Boy, that was the best experience I had at ACC. Mm, I think 
those the combinations of like the peace of mind with me studying along with uh, Tropical Cafe that really <laughs> that really made you know the, the, that really <laughs> some that of my most yeah. that feel the boy yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. so what do, you, what do your parents think today you know you you, you have an associate degree and you just graduated from high school too um well, I didn't graduate from high school. I, I do that tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I do that tomorrow. But my parents, are they're, they're proud. My, my yeah, yeah they're, she's proud. Um, yeah, they're, they're just proud. And I'm proud. And yeah. I'm glad that they're happy. And I, I'll, I try to do whatever it takes to make them happy. What? And uh, I'm just glad I succeeded. Well, yeah. I didn't succeed yet, but like I made it through. But you have to ACC. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, we're have. we are proud of you too. Thank so you me. can add another proud. <laughs> Your parents, you, and and we are. So wow! Congratulations. And that means a lot. The president of ACC is proud of me. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you you talked Trey about the kind of support services that helped carry you through some of those hard classes. I think that's a key for so many students here, and there are a variety of ways that people connect with that. Antonio, I, I kind of wanted to turn it over to you now because I know you found a way to take advantage of some of those types of opportunities too to help pull you. Oh, my parents are both from Mexico, so they don't know much about college. They, they, they had the support for me, and thanks to my high school, I was, they helped me with financial aid and some turning applications. So you're a first generation yes. college student from your family. Yes. yes. So I just got to tell you, we are proud of you too. Thank you so much. So <laughs> thanks. That, thanks for all the support, and thanks. Um, I want to uh, put a special thanks to the marketing department. They were there the whole time for me too on anything. And I'm glad I had the opportunity to work with them while Good. studying at ACC. Great. So, so graduating from ACC and now getting ready to transfer to uh, Texas State. So not only do you have the knowledge that you gained in the in the classroom, but you got some work experience too that you yes, can take yes, with yes. you. Uh, yes, and, and that, I'm so thankful for that. And that always, I, I will tell you, having done the same thing when I went through college, uh, is having work experience while I'm going to college uh, is probably the most important thing uh, because I got to, uh, things that I learned in the classroom became relevant yes. because you've got some hands-on experiences to match up with it. So congratulations. Thank you so much. So Elizabeth, I'm curious how it felt for you. I graduated in December. Um, so it was good to see you in December, Dr. Rhodes. Um, but what was really awesome about graduation is that during the ceremony, I sat, you know, three rows surrounded by all of my fellow students that I went through this program with. Graduation from ACC is actually the first thing that I've actually ever graduated from. Is it really? It is. So I got my GED and then went about life from there. And so to have this opportunity to go to ACC and get my first degree, because I plan on getting more, um, was awesome. it was a really cool experience. Awesome. I highly recommend it. So you're not, you're not stopping. <laughs> I am not stopping, no sir. You know, one, one thing that you mentioned, sitting around your peers uh, at graduation, and, and then you were thinking back about the projects that you worked on together. Mm -hmm. You know, one of, one of the other most important things is project-based learning. Mm -hmm. is you know working on projects together 
because it, once you get into uh, business and industry, one of the expectations is you can work in a team. And yes. so I ju what I just heard from you is you had that opportunity, that experience to work as a team while you were going to, to school. Absolutely. There was a class in particular. My hardest class was behavior modification that Dr. Lynn Beeman taught. And uh, she has since retired. Uh, but I was, I'm very grateful that I did get to have that class. And I haven't worked that hard in class in a long time. And although this project that we had to do was not with fellow students in the class, we got together on a pretty regular basis, you know, during the three different versions of this project that we wrote and worked together to try to hammer out you know, all these different parts of it. So it was a cool experience. So too. did she modify your behavior? She did, <laughs> as a matter of fact. And you know, that, <laughs> that class is still something that I use on a very regular basis. Yes. You know, in my private life and in my professional life, it's amazing what you can do with a little behavior modification. <laughs> so do you mind telling us your journey through GED? Um, so I dropped. ACC. So I dropped out of high school. Well, obviously, because I got my GED, mm -hmm. um, and I was living in Northeast Ohio at the time. And I enrolled in Kent State University, and I like to say I was a professional college student for about ten years, mm -hmm. um, off and on. And eventually, I ended up back in Texas. I grew up in Central Texas, and so I ended up in the Austin area. And. Uh, met my husband and I worked in the corporate world for 20 something years and you know I was just kind of bored with it and it wasn't what I wanted to do and I wanted to go back to school and graduate from something really was a big driving force and <clears throat> my husband's very supportive and he said you know you go do it you know he's like I'll keep the lights on you go to school pursue your <laughs> career like you just go you know Good one two you. three start um, and so that's what I did. And the first semester of school, I had a class with um, Raul Garcia, and he taught alcohol and other drugs. It was one of my first classes, and it's a lot of history and you know legal stuff and how we came into the situation as a nation that we're in right now. And I was getting kind of bored in my private life, so I asked him one day after class if he might know of some ways that I could get involved in some service work in the rest of history. So um, I started to get real active in my community and it just, it furthered my passion for, for doing this and my passion for community outreach and, and building up the resources that we need and the resources that we have in the community already. And that's, that's what this experience at ACC has brought to me, most certainly above anything else is that. Well, good. So now you've been on the job for a while. Mm -hmm. Would you say that the classes and the education, the experience that you had at ACC prepared you well for the workforce? Absolutely. Absolutely. Being in counseling, you can only do so much in a classroom. Yeah. You know, um, but what was really amazing with Dr. Kosha was my advisor, Elizabeth Kosha, and even still today, although I've graduated, I still rely on her as a resource, yeah. and yeah. she's been really helpful. But going the coursework that we had and how we applied it, and it was those projects, and it was those conversations after class, mm -hmm. that, that application of that has been incredibly valuable in what I do today. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're meeting your passion now. Absolutely. And, uh, making a difference in the community. I hope so. so. I like to I like to think that the recovery substance use community is the most well-known secret society that we have mm -hmm. 
in our nation. A lot of people know it exists but can't get to it. So hopefully I can be a part of the change so people can access it. Well, good. We are proud of you. Community. Yeah. You know, and, and one of the things, you know, as, as I'm looking uh, at the three of you now, Trey, you were in a kind of a captive environment because you're, you're in high school, and so you really are a full-time student. And so, Antonio, were you a full-time student going through? Yes, I was a full-time okay. student almost all my, uh, all the semesters except the last one. I was just part-time and working part-time here at ACC. Okay, okay. Yeah. And how about Elizabeth? I built up to part-time, <laughs> or yeah. to full-time. I started yeah. off as a yeah. part-time my first semester and then went summer and fall and added more and more hours as I went along. Okay, okay. But you needed to start out part-time at one point. I was still working initially yes. for a couple yeah. of months my first semester. You know, and, and that shows the diversity uh, of students that, uh, that are coming to us and, the, and life circumstances that dictate um, you know, when they can attend, how many classes they can take each semester, and what's going to happen. And, you know, like we say, life happens and, and things can get in the way. One thing, Trey, I would say, though, don't take a semester off. Go straight. Yes, uh, I recommend keep, that too. <laughs> uh, because, you know, the unfortunate thing is sometimes is one semester turns into two and two turns into three. And so just keep plugging away. Uh, and what we've already seen in you is the grit and the tenacity necessary to be successful. And so, uh, you know, so ACC wants to help you be successful. So Thank you. keep going. All right. <laughs> He's got it. Yeah, yeah, Trey was uh, talking to us earlier, to all our listeners out there, uh, about continuing on to take some more classes at ACC before transferring on. That's the plan. I mean, um, the, the, I just have an associate's degree of the arts and general studies, so I would uh, so I didn't have the opportunity to take, you know, the classes uh, pertaining to, you know, my interests. So I yeah. am uh, just, you know, start taking more classes, you know, pertaining to yeah. stuff I love and then eventually transfer. Yeah. You know, the, the important thing about all three of you is the momentum that it creates to finish. And so when you set a goal and you meet that goal, it gives you more momentum to go and reach that next one. Well, my goal is to go to Texas State. I already got accepted too. I just got to do a couple more um, paperwork and that should be good for the fall. And I hope to get my bachelor's degree and I'm still debating either um, human resources or finance. I like math a lot and- Accounting. Or accounting, right? Or, yeah, or accounting. <laughs> I actually uh, enjoy the accounting classes okay, at ACC good. too. Okay. They were really, um, they were tough, but they're doable. Yeah. You know, I just have this vision of Antonio as a CPA. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Maybe I'll go towards that. <laughs> but yes, I, I plan to um, get my bachelor's degree and then just go from there, see what happens. What do your parents feel about, how, how are they reacting and what have they told you about seeing you go through this journey? They're really proud. I mean, I'm the first one of the family and they, they are, like I said, they are supporting um, helping me by supporting me and they just tell me to keep going and reach my goals slowly but surely and to just have patience you have to have a lot of, a lot of patience in college and yeah the, the support from them and I think with that I can reach my goals um, better and faster. So what would your advice be to other first-generation students who are considering college 
but haven't quite taken that step yet. And they're unsure, am I really college material? What would well, you say to them? You should give it a try. Don't, don't let that, especially if you have the opportunity to start, keep studying. Um, don't, let, don't let that go, keep studying, because that's what I did. Um, I had the opportunity to, to study, and that's what I did, and now I'm an ACC graduate. graduate. And Elizabeth, you know, um, so you had a career and um, kind of got bored with that. <laughs> yes. But you found a passion. Uh, and a little bit about that experience of how did you decide to, to find your passion? Uh, and what was it about um, working in, in that career field? So for... For me, it's been my experience in the substance use world, the recovery world as I prefer to yeah. refer to it as, it's broken. You know, a lot of people get into the counseling profession because they want to help people and I think that's very noble and that is what drives me to do this as well, but it's broken. Our system is broken and if I can help be a part of the change that can really break down some of those barriers and that stigma. You know, I've run into barriers and stigma as I've gone through my adult life especially. And so it, it's been a challenge and I know what that feels like. And so to, to be a part of a kind of change like that to me is very exciting. And for me personally, it's giving back something to my community. Um, if I can give my time and my service, then I've, I've had a good day. Good. Good. So then what is your end goal, Elizabeth? Well, right now I'm looking into fast-tracking my bachelor's degree into a master's program. Um, so since I've graduated from ACC, I've taken my licensing exam, and I have 4,000 clinical hours that I have to get in, in drug counseling, and I would like to get a master's in social work or in uh, public administration. So... While I'm working these hours, I might as well add another degree onto that and have those hours count for that as well. Yes. So that's, yeah. that's the plan right now. So do you have uh, a particular institution you're interested in? Well, I'm really interested in Texas A&M. I've come from a long line of Aggies, and I married one. I know. Um, I, it's rough right. being it's a here. Good thing our listeners can't see your face right now, Dr. Well, that's right. Uh, yeah. But I did spend 15 but, years in Northeast Ohio, so I'm actually a big Ohio State fan. Uh, it's, oh, it's a way goodness. to commute, though, so that's not really an option. Uh, but right now, Texas State really has the best opportunities okay. for me to achieve that. And I live north of Austin, and their campus is right down the street. Yeah. So. Well, at, you know, as president of Austin Community College, I can say Giga Maggie's. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, or what is this? Go Bobcats or mm -hmm. something like that for yeah, Texas like that. State. Yeah. And Trey, we haven't touched base on what your goal is, but didn't really give you a chance to, to delve into a little bit more. You have kind of identified your passion. It's hard when you're a sophomore in high school to know exactly what your passion is and to figure that out so early on, but you're already kind of finding your way that way. Oh, a little. I'm working on it. I could be more specific, but I'm not. I, I just have a passion for uh, the arts, just the arts in general. So I just have to figure out which one am I going to focus on the most. And it's probably going to be film. I am going to start uh, adding more classes on. Uh, 
I think the cutoff is 90 credits, I, uh, I want to say. So I have like 30 left I could take to, you know, play around with and then uh, hopefully transfer to an out-of-state university. So uh, are you interested in accounting? <laughs> uh, sorry. The art of accounting. I, 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 I should give that a... I can look into it, but I can't guarantee that you know, <laughs> it's for me. It's been a, this has been a great conversation. So, <clears throat> if you had the chance to go through an early college high school, would you do it? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, I would. That's a phenomenal program. What about you, Antonio? Yes, I wish they had that when I was in high school. And right now, my sister is actually taking some classes too, and I'm just pushing her to keep taking them, keep taking them and because it's worth it at the end. Is she in high school right now? Yes, she's oh, in high school right now. She's about to be a sophomore. And she's already, she, she's, she already took, um, I think, four classes. And she should be taking more in the fall too. And I'm just pushing her. She sees me studying and I see her studying too. And I just have the support for her too. Because I mean, I've been through it. So I want to help her succeed. And I, um, I want to succeed as, yeah. Um, time goes by too with, um, and see her succeed and me succeed. You know, sometimes we, we don't realize how important that is, is to be a role model, especially in, yes. in a first-generation family, uh, to kind of set the example and so your sister can see how successful you are, yes. but how much work it took yes. to get there, uh, and to encourage her to do the same. So can, you know, congratulations yes. on that too. Thank you. I try to help her as much as I can, but, but, but just with time, sometimes I can't. But I know she, she got the vision too, and that's, that's what counts. And she knows that I'm here to help her with whatever she needs. So if you, if you could just say one thing that uh, ACC meant to you or means to you, what would it be? Opportunity. Opportunity. Mm -hmm. It opens the door to a lot. Yes, I think something similar it gave me um, more opportunities. I was able to get get, get a job that will um, will be flexible with my schedule, and that's what. Thanks to ACC, I was able. Thanks for the job at ACC, I was able to get where I'm at right now faster and better. And Trey, that's a good one. <laughs> but I'm gonna say I'm gonna try to be you know abstract or something. What about like? Building block or something? Would building block work? Building block is good. You are destined for film. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you mm -hmm. in that career. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Rhodes. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Antonio. Thank yes. you, Trey. Um, I think everyone's going to have such wonderful inspiration in listening to your stories. So if you'd like to learn a little bit more about all of them, visit our website, austincc.edu. We'll have photos from their commencement up there so you can actually see the moment that they got to shine a little bit brighter. And uh, we have some wonderful photos from you guys from those nights too. Dr. Rhodes, thank you for hosting this edition of the President's Podcast. And thank you everyone for listening to the President's Podcast at ACC with Dr. Richard Rhodes. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we will see you next time. <laughs>